Let's just turn to uh, 1 Corinthians 11. Hmm. You know, this morning we, we prayed for just this place to be sanctified, for it to be holy unto God. There's a verse in Ezekiel that talks about being able to discern between the holy and the profane and making sure that you don't mix the two. And we gave some examples of that. Um, we gave some examples of that. For example, yesterday I saw somebody um, post um, I saw somebody post a picture and it was basically some food that looked awesome. Right, it looked really good, and especially when you've been fasting, um, it looked awesome. <laughs> and uh, I was looking at it, but then they put on there um, Ermagerd, you know, um, if you know what that means. Basically, that's OMG, and uh, that means oh my God for all of us that aren't in the 20th century and on any kind of social media. But here was the thing, you know, people use that as People use like OMG as uh, an exclamation, right? But you want, think about that. So here's a plate of food. Here's a plate of food. Is that holy? I mean, it may feel like it sometimes when you're really hungry, but it ain't as much as it, it's not holy. It, it's, it's about the most fleshly thing that you can get. I mean, you, you want to find out how much you're in the flesh, just don't eat you know, a meal or three. You'll find out real quick just how much your flesh desires that. So the spirit and the flesh are always at war with each other. So the spirit, the Holy Spirit, God is spirit. These things are holy. The word says that his name is holy. And so what we've done in a situation like that is we've taken something that is profane and we've mixed it with something that is holy. And you've mixed holy and profane. Well, that doesn't work. That's a, that's a bad deal. And the word, I, I'm not really preaching on why that's a bad deal and how it needs to be better. But I just want you to see a couple of things, see a couple of examples. Um, what was the other example I used this morning? In, uh, yeah, the football. What was Yes, yes. There was a, a while back, the Lord had shown this to me years ago and uh, had somebody that asked for uh, flowers. They wanted to put flowers in front of the podium, right? And what they said was, I want to honor the people that are there that had a certain demographic that they wanted to honor. And what they really wanted was for us to say, these flowers are placed here in honor of this demographic and they were given to us by such and such business, right? So what was that? That's advertisement. That's advertisement. In this place, you know, this building is not, is not the church anymore, but it is where we assemble to give holy worship to God. And we should esteem it as such. You know, we don't have to get legalistic about it, but we do need to honor God. And what they were trying to do was bring business 
a profane, they're not necessarily a bad business, but they were trying to bring business into a place that needs to be holy. And our job is to discern the difference between what's holy and what's profane and don't mix them. They are not to be mixed. We're supposed to keep them separate, right? And then the, you know, the Lord really checked me in the last couple of weeks. He really got it. He, he put it on my heart because I just, this is something I missed. Um, we had a good time, you know, a uh, few months ago we had the Boomerang Blue Day and we put the football game up here and they had commercials running and everything. But this particular room is not designed for the profane. You know, we had fun. That was a fun event. I'm the one who called it. But I had to repent because the Holy Spirit started checking me on it, right? So I apologize to y'all because I led you in that and it was the wrong it was the wrong place. It was the wrong wrong thing to do because this place, this is holy. This is holy. And we're not supposed to mix the holy and the profane. If we wanted to do that, it's fine for us to do that. Actually, I think that's a great idea. But if we want to do that, we can do it just not in this room, not in this sanctuary. This morning I woke up and the Holy Spirit said, when you go into prayer this morning, I want you to sanctify the sanctuary. The sanctuary needs to be holy. And so we prayed that direction. But, you know, this isn't the only sanctuary. This also is a sanctuary. This also is a sanctuary. So all this morning we've been talking about not mixing the holy and the profane, but setting ourselves apart and consecrating ourselves to God. and allowing, Because, see, when you move into something that brings about the holy of God, well, all of a sudden what you have is you have opened up the ability for God to bring His presence in there. And His presence is the thing that brings you healing. His presence is the thing that brings you provision. His presence brings the restoration. Him being there, you know, you're just not sick around God. You're just not in lack in any way around God. His presence is the protection. His presence is the intimacy with Christ. But a lot of times we have in this room and in this temple of our body, a lot of times we're just going after these things and going after these things and, and then we're expecting, we're wanting God to show up in His miraculous power, but what we're doing is we're asking God to, God to mix the holy and the profane. He ain't going to do it. God's not about that. God's like, I'm not, you know, I'll come down on your level to serve you like with Jesus. But I'm not coming down on your level of corruption. It's not possible for me, is what God would say. It's not possible. The only option, and this is what he did through Christ, Christ came down and gave us a pathway to be lifted up to God's level. And so in you know, 2 Corinthians 5 where he said, Look, you have now been made the righteousness of God in Christ. And then in Hebrews it tells us that in the end of Hebrews 4 that we can come boldly into to the throne of grace. In other words, you can now through Christ step into the holy of holies. Well, that's an amazing miracle. But we play a part with that. We play a part. Well, there's no better way that I can think of to seal that than with communion. 
and to step into the place and say, Lord, today we choose to be holy. We need your fire. We need fresh fire. And to say, your blood and your body that you so willingly broke for me, your blood and your body, let me, let me, Lord, from this day forward, let me repent for mixing the holy and the profane. Let me give myself as a holy and living sacrifice, acceptable unto God, holy and acceptable unto God, which is my reasonable service. Let me honor the sacrifice of Christ by giving myself as a living sacrifice. And Lord, today let us seal it by the taking of communion and remembering and honoring who you are and what you did. Who you are and what you did. Amen? So in 1 Corinthians 11, verse 23, it says, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, in the night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. So our job in communion is to make sure that we remember him. Remember what he did. That we don't dishonor him by living outside of a living sacrifice. But we don't mix, that we don't mix the holy and the profane, but we, that we walk in the holiness of God, empowered by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes in and empowers us through the grace of God to live a holy life and stop mixing the two. Stop mixing them. You know, one of the things that I had that was such a problem in my life, so many times this, this tripped me up and it held me back, was that I would constantly feel the pull of God, the pull of God, the pull of God, and I'd get close to it, and then I'd get scared because I was scared of the responsibility of ministry. I knew I was called to minister. But one of the things that I would do that would allow that fear to take action instead of faith take action is I would constantly think back about the time when I used to go do this and have fun. And so I was torn between two worlds. I would be thinking about the fun that I used to have. And, and then I would be thinking about the call that God's calling me to. And I'd constantly be going and being pulled back and forth. And what was I doing? I was allowing both worlds to pull on me at one time. And I was effectively mixing the holy and the profane. And this is a miserable place because the world's never going to give me the solutions that I really need. But God is. God's always going to give me that. And I've got to decide which one am I going to live. And that's really, I think, today what the, what the question is. Which one are we going to live? Are we going to live and constantly go back to the world like a dog returns to its vomit? Or are we going to take up the, the holiness of God and say, I'm living for Him? In that verse in... Uh, will you put up uh, Romans 12, 1? 
And it says, I, I beg you, brethren, I urge you by the mercies of God. Throw yourself on the mercy of God. Present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. You see, those words right there, man, when I first got a hold of this verse, the spiritual service of worship, in the King James it says, your reasonable service. Those words kicked my tail. I mean, they kicked my tail. You know why? Because I had been living my life like I had a right to choose between my old life and the life of God. I, had a, I was living my life like I had a right to choose the world instead of choosing God. Or sometimes choose the world and sometimes choose God. And I was living my life like that. And I, I was living like I had a right to make that choice. But this verse right here, it kind of put a damper on that for me because when I finally got it, I saw that it said, look, this is a reasonable service. In other words, if Christ came down on this earth and he gave me the blood and his body and he willingly poured that out, my reasonable service my reasonable service is that I give God my choices and I stop trying to mix the holy and the profane and I allow myself to be separated unto God and I decide once and for all I'm living for Him. There's no going back. That's my choice. I'm sticking to it. It's my final answer. I'm not going back. I'm not going back. See, when you understand what the communion elements represent, the body and the blood of your Savior, Jesus Christ, who chose you and saved you from a hell that you deserved. I'm talking personal. When you understand what this represents, then all of a sudden you understand I don't have a right to make that choice anymore. My reasonable service is to live all in for Him and stop making excuses for it. We're talking about the holy and the profane today. Profane keeps going back to the world and it'll have glimpses of holiness, but it keeps going back to the world. God will say something, and we'll go, oh yes, yes God, and then before you know it, we go back to the world. And then he'll say to do something, oh yes, yes, I'll do it, and then before you know it, we go back to the world. And we're mixing it. We want the power of God, and for a Christian, like I said, it's one of the worst places ever, because you're, you're torn between these two. It's horrible, and, and goodness knows the devil and his condemnation when you're in that place. But I'm telling you this, we serve a great, great God. And when we decide, all right, I am not turning around anymore. Everything I do is for you. You're my why, Jesus. My love for you is my why. It's, what, it's why I do everything. It answers the questions in my life. My love for you makes the choices in my life. There is no, well, they did something bad to me, and I have a right to go and take a piece out of them. doesn't make any difference. My love for Jesus won't let me do that. That's not an option anymore. 
That's the profane when I need the holy. That's the profane. I need holy. Profane's going to take me right back to profane places. I need holy. I need fire of God. I need the power of God. I need His salvation in every area of my life. And according to God, I don't really have a choice other than to choose holy. I shouldn't see this as if I have options. I should see it as I don't have an option but to love on you with everything I got. I'm going to stop thinking about that old way. I'm going to stop thinking about the fun that the flesh had for a season. But you know, all that fun, what did it lead to? Death? It leads to death. Even if I didn't die yet physically, it was bringing me to death. Look at somebody who's lived with the Lord for 40 years and look at somebody who's lived with the world for 40 years. You will see a difference. You will see a difference. The holy brings about joy and restoration and peace and godliness. The world brings death. I don't even know why it's such a choice except that we're just more given to the flesh so many times than we ever are to the holiness of God. But we're never called to mix the holy and the profane. We're called to live as a living sacrifice, presenting ourselves, presenting our lives as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is our reasonable service. There's no other thing. In the the heart of God, you know, a lot of times we're like, Lord, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? And he's like, just do what I've already told you to do. Give yourself to me. Give yourself to me. And watch what I can do. You won't have to do much. Just give yourself to me. The truth of the matter is, we all have agreed with that generally at some point in our past. But it's just been that. It's been a passing moment where we agreed, we amened, we hallelujahed, and went right back to the profane. Today, let's decide. Let's decide. Today, Lord, I see you. I see you, Father. I see you, Jesus. I see what you did for me. I remember it, and I thank you for it. And I'm not just saying that with words. My actions will back up my faith. I won't mix the holy and the profane anymore. I'm given to you. My why is I love you because you first loved me. In the same way, he took the cup also after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Therefore, 
Whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But a man must examine himself, and in so doing he is to eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks, eats and drinks judgment to himself if he does not judge the body rightly. For this reason, many among you are weak and sick, and a number sleep. But if we judge ourselves rightly, we would not be judged. It goes on to say, But when we are judged, we are disciplined by the Lord, so that we will not be condemned along with the world. So then, my brethren, when you come together to eat, wait for one another. If anyone is hungry, let him eat at home, so that you will not come together for judgment. The remaining matters I will arrange when I come. What he's saying there is that they were remembering the Lord in communion, just like we are today. But at that point, they had some like loaves of bread, and we, we got these little bitty things that we use, but they had bread. And they were coming in hungry. And so what they were doing was they were taking up the bread and the drink and they were just eating like it's nothing, you know. I used to do that as a pastor's kid, you know, a PK. We'd go in after communion day and I'd down everything, you know. you got to get rid of the grape juice and might as well not pour it down the sink. But this was a little bit different because it was in the service. In the service, they were coming together and assembling together, and they were coming in hungry with the purpose of eating, not with the purpose of keeping it holy. This is what he's talking about. You keep it holy. So today, as we focus on this, we want to come in the right heart that says, Lord, and this is the right heart. Lord, I'm one with you. I've accepted you as my Lord and my Savior. I believe that you died for me and God brought you back to life. But Lord, I, I remember you and I remember what you did out of your love for me. And I honor you today by today making a decision that I'm not eating, eating this bread and drinking this cup unworthily in this way. I'm not eating this and drinking this and saying that I'm not going to be different after today. I'm not eating this and saying, hey, I'm going to do this today, but tonight I'm going to go out and I'm going to light it up in the world. I'm not doing it that way. I'm doing it saying today is a different day. And every time you take it, today I'm going to honor you. I'm giving myself as a living sacrifice, holy, not acceptable to men or even acceptable to my pastor, I'm giving it according to the standards of God, acceptable unto God. I give myself as a living sacrifice. My why is I love you because you first loved me. That's this day. So Lord, right now I just we just praise you. Father, we remember what you did by giving your son. Jesus, we remember we remember what you did by laying down your godliness, laying down equality with God, and coming into this world as the humblest of servants. And then you took that humility all the way to the cross and laid down your life. And you didn't just do it for the whole world. You saw me. It was personal. 
You saw all my junk. You saw me when I was an enemy of God. And that's when you died for me. Lord, today we do not want to mix holy and profane. We recognize your name as holy. We recognize, Father, that this, this communion is holy to you. That remembering Jesus is holy to you. Father, you are holy. Jesus, you are holy. Holy Spirit, you're holy. Let us not mix the holy and the profane any longer. Let us live for one or the other, either for the world or for you. But let us make a choice and not be lukewarm, which is what we're talking about. Today, lukewarm is over. So just pray this with me. Just say, Father, today, Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life. He makes the decisions. My love for Him is my why. I believe that He died for me. He took my sins on Him. And I believe that the Father brought Him back to life. And when he brought him back to life, he raised me to new life and seated me with him in heavenly places. Father, I turn. I repent. I'm not going back. I go after you, after the things holy, and I will not mix the holy and profane from this day forward. My lukewarm is over in Jesus' name. Jesus, we honor you. We remember you. And we remember you to a point to where our lives change. Our faith is backed up by works. And from this day forward, I'm a new person marked by your holiness and empowered to walk it by the filling of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Take the bread and the cup. Father, we just thank you today. We praise you. We love you. We give you the glory. Father, we're not mixing the holy and the profane any longer, but we will walk lives holy to you, and we will not return. We praise you for it and love you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.